my gosh, what number is this? <laughs> I think we're like 22. I don't know. I've been drinking. <laughs> hey, Frankie. Hey, Misa. I missed you. <laughs> I also missed you. We haven't talked in about a month. Oh, my God. I mean, on here, guys, we talk frequently like through texts and everything but it's it's I was like trying to have Misa zoom with me because I miss her fucking face so much <laughs> I can't see why <gasps> shut up she's beautiful she's mine so Frankie what is new with you well guys the school year is officially fucking over yay so it is seriously summer like I'm super excited and I know of course um corona's got summer all kind of crazy but I have planned I've been busy today like just finishing up last minute school stuff but also planning some things for the summer so I'm excited very cool what are you doing over the summer um so we are going to Jacob's well because I've never been and so I'm finally going um, and we're going to stay out in like Wimberley area, um, and do some zip lining also. And then I was looking at this like hidden gem I saw it's outside of Conroe. I'm sorry, I'm lying. It's outside of Huntsville called Blue Lagoon Scuba. And it's like this beautiful little piece of Caribbean Island here in near Houston. Um, so the kids and I are totally going to go do that. Just lots of little like driving, you know, like little um, maybe a day or two trips. Nothing super crazy, but I'm excited. Zip lining sounds fun. Yes. Your girl's excited. <laughs> I just hope I don't pee on someone. Out <laughs> like, um, of nervousness. Don't pee on anyone? I am going to try. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I will be miles and miles away from you. <laughs> I think it's the for the best. <laughs> so how have you been? Um, dude, I've been slumming. I've just kind of been. Yeah, no, I know we're supposed to be doing the TV soundtrack stuff right now, but I just, you and I decided that like, oh, over the month of May, let's just take our time. Let's record at the end of the month. Yes, you're absolutely right. And I'm not going to lie, guys, like May flew by and was crazy for me just with the end of the year stuff. And like, it's just, it's just been a clusterfuck. So I was all on board for like me. So I was like, Hey, are we okay? And I was like, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> but you know what? That just means our television series is going to be amazing because we're going to have thoroughly researched and all this information and I'm super excited because it's really different for what we've done yeah yeah um this is a I'm excited to cover the tv show I'm, I'm getting to go back and rewatch it and watch it with an objective eye so yes that's what I love the most is like getting to go back and rewatch. so yeah it's it's been really exciting to like watch my show again and I'm noticing so much more, of course, and I'm loving how the music is tying in. I am going to be honest, I'm having a hard time narrowing down my songs. Ooh, I'm so curious what your show is. We have to post clues soon. Yes. Yes. So I was going to ask you, how many songs are you choosing? How long is this episode? Are we planning on it being? 
Well, so I watched, I rewatched season one of my show, uh, misremembering just how much music was featured. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it turns out there wasn't as much music featured in season one as I thought. Okay. Um, So I actually managed to narrow down to five. But I do have like two or three honorable mentions, um, partially because they play so briefly that they're not that they're not worth covering because they're still funny and there are little jokes and little details about them. But right, um, they're like throughout season one, there are five that I liked the most that after season one, I distinctly remembered and, you know, still had on my playlist. And so or I was like a fan of them prior um, so that's what kind of helped me narrow down mine, okay. um, on top of the fact that there really weren't as many songs to choose from as I okay. thought it would be. Okay. Like I said, there is quite a bit of songs cause I did watch, you know, the first season. Um, and I kind of wanted to like choose a couple from each. Um, but I think, so here was my thought process. Even if I chose more songs, I was going to be very brief on my research, I guess, and give like the top highlights or try to, I don't know what I was thinking. Now that I'm saying it out loud, it's stupid and just disregard. And, <laughs> and I'll just narrow it down to five or six songs. <laughs> I mean, you do whatever you want. Um, I, mean, I just no. don't want to bore the people like, God, way to choose 20 songs. <laughs> So I I will definitely narrow it down. But yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm excited to figure out what show you're covering and I'm excited to talk about mine. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing, guys. It'll be good. It'll be good. And then should we go ahead and wait, should we let's go ahead and get into Q&A because some of these questions might pertain to some of the stuff we want to talk about as far as future episodes. Yes. Oh, okay. I'm so excited. Thank you guys. Like we wouldn't have even been able to do Q and a without you guys sending in questions and things like that. And so we're really appreciative, appreciative to everyone who did participate and, you know, just kind of help us have a fun little episode. Do we want to talk about soundtrack suggestions first or do we want to do questions first? Ooh, let's do questions first. Okay. Um, shoot. I didn't write them. I, I typed them up, but I didn't write them down. Do you want me to write them down and pull them from a hat? Yes. Or okay. yeah. can you do like a, um, you know how they have the random number generator thingy on like Google or whatever? Let me see. Random. Could we do that? Number generator. Okay, so okay, I'm on Google and I have it set between one and twenty-two. Woohoo! And it actually should I? It started on six. Should I just regenerate? Um, no. I mean, six sounds good to me. Okay, okay. So we'll go with the sixth question. And the sixth question was, <laughs> I didn't remember them either, so I have to count them. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Uh, DVD or stream? Um, For me, I'm very much a DVD person. Like I want to have the hard disk um, in my possession. Uh, I still collect Blu-rays, DVDs. I still have my VHS collection actually. So I'm all about having the hard copy. Yeah. Um, I'm with you on that. Um, 
not only for the sake of like adding to my collection um, as a fellow movie buff, but also I need those bonus features. I need interviews. I need all the behind the scenes footage and interviews. I need all the excess trailers. I need the audio commentary. Thank you. Thank you. All those special features are a must. None of that. You don't get any of that with Netflix and or or Hulu for that matter or any of those streaming sites. Like, um, it's it's like part of the reason why I enjoy movies so much is because I look into that shit. Obviously, right. Um, so I I'm definitely with you on that. DVDs all the way, hundred percent. Even if I'm running out of space. Same. I'll make a new shelf. What the fuck you mean running out of space? <laughs> That's true. I'll just make a new house. <laughs> Shouldn't be hard. All right. No, not at all. <laughs> Generating number 11. What is getting you through quarantine slash the pandemic? Oh, are we answering honestly? <laughs> uh, yeah, yes. As honest as you want to be to the internet. How honest have um, been to you? <laughs> um. Honestly, what's getting me through it's a it's a combination. Um a combination of me taking lots of walks, lots of um yoga and exercise because those have been like my ways to calm down, um, as well as lots of alcohol and um just taking it day by day, honestly. What was wrong with that? You don't want to be honest about <laughs> No. <laughs> Understandable. Um, yeah, man. Um, I I haven't been doing as much as I would like. Um, I wish I were writing more. I wish I were drawing more. I wish I were reading more. Uh, but to be honest, I, I do a lot of Reddit. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've been watching, like, I've been going back to all my subscription channels on YouTube and, like, watching all their old stuff and rewatching the stuff that I liked. And uh, lately I've been watching Dylan is in trouble, which is a YouTube channel where he is like this white guy who just like watches movies and like shits on them or he just kind of gives his commentary. <laughs> it's, it's one of those channels, but you know, I love that shit. Nice. Um, I've been doing a lot of podcast stuff Been trying to push the podcast. Really? I got, I ordered some stickers. Oh yes, guys. Y'all are going to freaking love them and you're going to see them everywhere. Yes, I'm so excited to slap them all over Houston and all over the country. Yes. <laughs> safe to travel again. Um, and then another, honestly, like another thing that's been getting me through is like, I finally caved and got Animal Crossing. <laughs> I love it. So I've been uh, been doing that, and uh, I'm good. Um, it's it's so like my friends are like oh it's so mindless yeah like I can never play longer than an hour before I feel like a nap coming on oh really <laughs> yeah it's really soothing hmm. okay yeah. every time I like talk to a friend or like they're trying to tell me about Animal Crossing I'm like send me your code that's so funny <laughs> guys I need friends I love anyway, it though because um, you can still like interact with people yeah, yeah. It's like it's like it was like the social it was meant to be a socially distant game anyway. That's awesome. So it kind of so works perfect. out. Perfect. Yeah. 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 So it's fun. It's been uh it's been fun. That's great. Okay. Generating and we go to number 9. What are you listening to these days? 
Ooh. Um, so I've really been into um, the 1975. Yes. Um, and mostly just because I'm actually – I was supposed to go see them in um, April. Oh. And it got postponed. And you know what? I'm lying. I'm mixing up my concerts. I think they were June or July. I'm sorry. I am an avid concert goer. So I have like my, I have to like literally look up my calendar right now to see when they were supposed to be. Cause I'm supposed, I was supposed to go see um, Ginger, Elton John, um, and then the 1975. And I'm very eclectic with my music taste too. If you can't tell by who I just listed off. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they were supposed to be there in the summer. Um, so my sister and I were supposed to go see them and we are going to go see them. Um, I think it got moved to September. So, but I've just really been enjoying them. Um, and then honestly, I started listening to, um, like I kind of go back and forth between like old jams, like Incubus, like older jams. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've been, you know, just jamming them. Nice. Um, lately, I well, I'm still looping the weekend. Still have his album playing like on loop. Well, I mean that's amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. The last his other album, Starboy, like I did the same with that album. I just looped it for like two months straight. So I'm digging this one. I like it. Um, yeah. So I've been listening to him nonstop, but I guess that's not fair to say um I've been listening to uh Kingpin (laughs) oh yeah yeah um Kingpin is this band that I've uh I've been with for quite some time and uh a few of the members in that band were also in another incarnation of another band 12 years ago when I joined them as their photographer and I never looked back. Is that what you're supposed to say? I think so. (laughs) Yeah. So it's been, this August will be uh, 12 years since I've been photographing them. Um, My first photo shoot with them was at their rehearsal in a garage. And when, okay, so from their first shoot that you had to when I went with you to go see them at West Oaks, how long was that in between? Because if I'm remembering, two years? Okay. Mm-hmm. That was okay. 2010. Okay. That was crazy. They've come so far since then. Yeah, man. They were playing in that empty mall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, good shit. Anyway, um, uh, so yeah, I've been listening to, they have this new single called Welcome the Sun. I know you know we could save ourselves a bruise when potential is
been my jam lately. Um, I'm I'm super proud of my friends, uh, Toph, Mike, Jacob, Alan. Of course, Alan. Um, this is uh, Alan was a part of this band for a long time as well. Uh, he's a friend, and to them, he was a bandmate that we lost in January of 2016. So yeah. that's been tough, and uh, but. But the guys decided to continue his legacy, and with his mother's blessing, they continued on. But still, you know, just as great and fun to watch. And I miss one of those shows, dude. Um, I, I'm excited to see them live again whenever that may be. Yeah, it could be really soon. I mean, like I said, Angel's had tons of gigs lately. Oh, so. Well, that's comforting. <laughs> so I'm hoping that, you know, slowly, my my thinking is probably by like mid-June, early July, things will be back. That's when a lot of other things are opening. So I have a feeling like even though things aren't perfect, um, we're definitely starting to get more of a hold on coronavirus. And so it's it's definitely looking positive. Well, that's promising <laughs> um so we can definitely go to some king fan shows soon hopefully maybe together yeah you, you never come to their shows i love them um and while i am very eclectic in my music taste they're not totally my cup of tea um and it is i will say this it is very hard for me um just without alan there and i know i've never said that before but um yeah it makes me want to cry like every time I go. So it's a very like emotionally down thing for me. And, and I wasn't even as close to him as like you were. Um, so it's just, I guess my emotionality, I don't know. I'm a little bitch, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) No, I get it. I get it. Um, but yeah, I will totally come and support you. (laughs) Mostly you. (laughs) Oh yeah, the girl with the camera. Like, no, I understand what you mean. Um, but um, on the flip side of that, I have friends who I relentlessly invited to Kingfin shows, and they always said no, or they never got back to me. And then Alan passed away, and they never got to see him live. Mm. And a lot of them regret that. Like a lot of them all only get to hear these great stories and yeah. see all this great footage and like pictures but like they'll never really know what it was like to be in Alan's presence when he played yeah that's hard so I mean I get why you'd want to stay away but and I'm not trying to turn this into one of those like oh someone has it worse than you because <laughs> it's the kind of uh turns but I mean you know at least you got to see him and you can come see his legacy live on they still play his songs that's still his music. He's still there. You're right. You're right. And you're right. It is honoring him. And that's something that's very important. And um, I know that he would definitely want that. Okay. We can move on from that question if that's okay. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Um, okay. So generating number two. Whose idea was it to start the podcast? Oh, um, I'm going to give Misa credit for that. That was me. I guess, should I tell the origin story of this Yeah, podcast? do it. 
really stupid. <laughs> it's really stupid, guys. Nothing we say is stupid, Misa. No, dude. <laughs> Wait. I'm so. joking. I'm obviously joking. <laughs> okay. So, um, it was July of last year, and I was watching... I don't know what channel I was watching. It might have been like IFC. It might have been a Rocky movie. Maybe it was like some kind of Stallone marathon. I don't remember. But um, I was watching a movie and it ended. And then like the next movie started on TV. And it was was that awful movie with Sylvester Stallone called Over the Top. Oh, yeah. Just terrible. Just awful. Like absolutely not like you went from rocky to that like for those of you who don't know and i'm so sorry to taint your brains but over the top is this dumbass fucking movie i guess it's supposed to be like an action movie um where sylvester stallone is like an 18 wheeler driver and he's like i guess he's kind of estranged from his son or he doesn't spend as much time with his son so he picks his son up and they go on the road and they do trucker things <laughs> and then they end up going to this bar and he somehow gets his kid provoked into like an arm wrestling match like he instigates an arm wrestling match with some kid at the arcade yeah it's really fucking and weird it's so stupid and like and like Stallone is actually like a champion arm wrestler and he goes to like tournaments and it's it's stupid, stupid. shit <laughs> it and and so the reason it's called over the top is because that's apparently his like strategy so when he's gripping the guy's hand he's just like over the top over the top and I'm like what the fuck am I watching <laughs> but but <laughs> the reason I have to tell you about this movie is because um I was listening to the soundtrack because it has a soundtrack believe it or not it's not just a score it's like got songs and 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 I recognize some of them because they used to play as the music at the Walgreens I worked at in college. Oh my god. And it was like Gary Chapman shit and fucking like uh like Walgreens used to play campy fucking stuff like um like that whole Cats in the Cradle song. Oh my god. Cats in and the Cradle. <laughs> And so in this movie, a lot of I recognized a few songs from when I was at Walgreens. And so I was lying back and I was like listening to it. And I recognized it and I was like, oh man, this song makes me feel like I'm back at Walgreens. Like I can smell retail in my nostrils right now. <laughs> that is hilarious. And then like for some reason that triggered me. And I sat up in bed and I was like, I should start a podcast about movie soundtracks. And all about the music. And it, from there, I was I grabbed a pen and I grabbed a piece of paper and I wrote down my idea really fast. And I texted you. And I had wanted to start a podcast, but I didn't know about what. I didn't want it to be one of those where it's just like two girls talking about whatever. Like, who cares? Right. But I wanted it to have like a subject, like a substance, like a theme. And I, at the time I was really into like my favorite murder and I really love, we hate movies. Like I love those podcasts that watch bad movies and shit on them. Mm-hmm. And I just, I was like, man, I want a movie review podcast, but there's so many movie review podcasts. Like, so I, I was like, wait, there are not podcasts about soundtracks. So I life hacked my way into making a movie review podcast. <laughs> like it's kind of both. It's kind it of is. both. 
It absolutely is. So for those of you who are wondering uh, what our origin story was, then <laughs> that's you don't go watch over the top. But <laughs> we don't we, recommend that one. I do not. Absolutely not. Uh, and I saw it edited for TV and I still wanted my money back. <sighs> absolutely not. Okay, so <laughs> next question. Yes, ma'am. Let's generate number oh, one. Okay. Are those your real names? Nope. Next. Nope. <laughs> um, number 17. Do you believe ignorance is bliss? Oh, that's a hard one. Um, I do. I feel like, um, I feel like people are so unfortunately willing to just turn a blind eye and, you know, play dumb to things to live in this happy little facade, if you will. Um, so yes, I absolutely do agree. Ignorance is bliss. I, I feel like my answer is going to be really long. So I'm just going to go ahead and say, yeah, the, <laughs> to an ex, to an extent it can be, but it's cause you, it's cause I, I don't even want to work. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I don't have the energy to. <laughs> to get into that. I will add on. I do agree with you, Misa, about it can be. I do feel like it's also your perspective. Like I feel like once you have, it's kind of like living in the matrix, right? Like you have this fake, you know, facade of what's going on and what real bliss is, but then you get true happiness when you realize how fake and how things are for real. So just yeah. my take on it. Yeah, and I also think that if you're if you're accustomed to a certain level of ignorance, it doesn't matter what you're confronted with. You'll convince yourself that you can still remain ignorant. Fucking truth right there. Like some things you don't want to believe, so you just kind of pretend to be happy, thinking you don't know that you know. Yeah. Fuck yeah, so. Misa. <laughs> I don't know, man. I That's an interesting random question. Thanks for whoever sent that. That's a good I one. <laughs> I think. Uh, number 16. Which two fictional BFFs are you most like? Oh my god. This one's fun. This is hilarious. <laughs> well, I've told you before. I've sent you Sex in the City clips. Yes, you have. <laughs> where like, well, sometimes you're Carrie and I'm Miranda and then sometimes like I'm Carrie and you're Miranda. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Um, I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like you, like the one clip that I know I've sent you is the one where, um, the theme of, cause every show, every episode of that show had like a theme where it was like, oh, are we just chasing shadows or some dumb shit like that? And, um, the theme to the episode was like, she was comparing herself and her friends to teenagers cause the teenagers were so grown up. Uh, but Carrie was like writing a note to the boy at the lunch table for Miranda, like, and Miranda was wearing braces. And so they just felt very like immature, I guess. Yeah. Um, but that's that scene where she's like, Oh, he's cute. Let's I'll write a letter to him for you. And she like takes a napkin and writes everything down. And then Carrie walks up to him and Miranda's like mortified. And I'm like, you would do that to me. <laughs> You would totally be like, Misa, that guy's checking you out. I'm going to tell him to come over here. And you won't even let me stop you. You'll just, like, go do it. 
Yeah, I would totally do that. That's, that's you. That's you me. Do that. No, but then sometimes you. I'm that for you. Sometimes I'm that kicking the ass for you too. No, absolutely, definitely, I agree. I feel like we're very balanced, and I feel like yeah. Carrie and Miranda are. I think Carrie and Miranda were the two closest ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why their blowout at the end of the show was so important. Like, it wasn't a blowout with anybody else. It was her and Miranda. So, anyway, um, when we start a podcast about Sex and the City, we'll get further into that. But yes, ma'am. You know, <laughs> that's never going to happen. Just kidding. <laughs> jokes. They're jokes, guys. All right. Number four. Oh, okay. This is interesting. We hear all about movies you love, but name some movies you don't like. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, well, I have said this before on the podcast. There is Repo Man, which I fucking hate. <laughs> to this day, literally one of the worst movies ever made. Ever. Um. And I'm going to have to think for just a second. That's the one that, like, always sticks out to me because it literally was a waste of my fucking three minutes of time. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, now I know not to watch it. Ugh, it's horrible. Um, I don't give a whole lot of thought to movies I don't like because I don't like them. But I, I, I mean, I've said it before similarly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Tim Burton. I know. I don't give a shit about Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't like what he did to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I, Alice in Wonderland, I, I think there were two of those. Just terrible. Just, mm-mm. I just, I get it. I think... He's just not my taste. Is that cool? I'm not sitting here of saying that I'm not sitting here saying that he's a bad director. I'm saying like he's not my jam. He's not my jelly. He's right. just like if I want to sit down and like, you know, watch a familiar movie or have something on in the background, it's not going to be Tim Burton. Like so many of my friends were into him and like wore the shirts and got all the stuff from Hot Topic. Like, when I was in high school, they were so into Tim Burton. Like, I guess, like, they liked the weirdness because they also were weird. Mm-hmm. Um, we were theater geeks, obviously. So Right. But I just, I didn't take to it the way they did. I just, I wanted, I wanted to, you know, nice little dark striped cult. But um, <laughs> that's not a knock on anyone in particular. No, not at all. Not at all. <clears throat> Um, uh, there yeah, is, it just wasn't my thing. Yeah, and I know you've said that before, and um, I I know that you have agreed that he does choose some really good music for his soundtracks, though. So I mean, even if there's things that we hate about movies, we do always try to find something. I can't think of a movie that I just like absolutely hated the music, everything about it. Um, there's movies that I don't want to watch. Like, I'm honestly not a big fan of, like, um, oh, my God, what is that? This is going to get me, like, a whole bunch of, like, hate. Um, There is this movie that I came out in the 80s. I want to say it's called, like, Fist of Fury. No, it's not that one. God, I can't think of it. It's got um, Van Damme in it. Oh. What's his Um, name? 
and help me out. Yes, it has him, and it's one of his Bloodsport. That's the movie. Okay. Okay. Um, and I know (laughs) so many people love this movie, but it's like so cheesy and so ugh to me. I can't. I I literally can't stand it. (laughs) Was the music also bad? Yeah, because it's like the, it's not even like the good '80s. You know how there's like the good '80s music, and then there's like the cheesy like eh, '80s music. Yeah, it was that. You know, it was just eh, like it, I don't know. The whole thing is just like a bad '80s movie, and I know that's totally not what a lot of people think. Because um, I live with someone who thinks that movie is amazing, but uh, yeah, not my favorite. <laughs> yeah, Jean Claude Van Damme doesn't really. He doesn't do it for me. Yeah, yeah, no, he wasn't. I mean, I, I get why other people like him, but I don't see the appeal. I don't either. Yeah, I, I can understand that. Well, thanks for telling me what never to watch. Keep <laughs> <laughs> that in mind. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure there are some that, I, that I, I'm not thinking of right now that I'm like, oh, I know Terrifier was fucking terrible. What's that? Terrifier. Oh, well, first of all, you should never go near it because it's a killer clown. <gasps> oh, God. And he's really scary looking. Um, He, yeah, Terrifier is just all gore. It's not horror. It's gorer, if you will. Like, Mm -hmm. it's it's not the kind of scary movie that I like. It's it's just a, it's just grotesque. It's just shock value. The characters are not well developed. The dialogue is awful. I don't even think the characters really even speak. And it's supposed to be a sequel. But like we've talked about before, like sequels should be able to stand on their own. Yes. And Terrifier made me, like, go back and think, like, what the fuck did I just watch that didn't make any sense? And that's how I found out that there was, like, a first one and that there will be a third one. Like, why? I don't, I don't get it. That's terrifying. Not my, it's not my kind of horror. I have taste. Yes, you do. All right. So, generating number 20. Have you ever visited a haunted location? Um, on purpose? Not on um, purpose. Oh, really? Okay, so you accidentally stumbled onto a graveyard? Um, okay, like I've been to a graveyard and things like that, but I mean like a, like a haunted house. Well, no, I'm lying. I did do the um, haunted tour in Galveston years ago. Like where you go through the different, um, there's like a haunted house and some things like that. Um, But I am very much a believer that my old house was haunted. Um, And I don't mean like scary haunted, but more like a spirit was trapped. Oh, like Um, an unrest? Yes. Yes. What made you think that? What happened? Um... Well, I, I honestly believe that it was Keith because there were certain things that would happen around the house that, like, only Keith would have done or he did when he was alive. Like, just moving certain things or putting certain things where they would be or, like, um, I don't know, just a lot of little situations like that. And then um, Addie had never met him because she was born after he passed away. And... Um, she would become very like upset about certain things in the house. She was always uneasy until we finally took her into the room and then she was calm. 
into his old room? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, well, are you sure he's – what made you think he was at rest and not so much just, like, saying hi? Um, well, I guess that's what I mean. Like, I don't mean, like, haunted in a bad way. I just feel like his spirit was there. Um, so I do feel like he definitely – probably felt like he had unfinished business just because, you know, he was taken too soon. Um, but it was never like a negative situation, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. He wasn't doing like anything malicious or Mm -mm. scary. (laughs) No. So I do, he very much could have just been, you know, saying hi, you know, just letting us know that he was there. Um, but yeah. Yeah. That's, that's actually kind of, sweet if you think about it (laughs) definitely definitely like it it gave me some comfort yeah yeah um I I don't I'm trying to think I feel like I've I've been in multiple haunted spots but I can't think of all of them right now for sure though last year uh me and three of my friends we took a road trip purposely to go to San Antonio we stayed in a haunted hotel and we visited three other haunted hotels in the area. Yeah, you're brave. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, I went with, the, so the three chicks that I went with, like they've had experiences before and they had sensitivities to paranormal. I, for some reason, am not as sensitive. I, I mean, I don't even think I'm sensitive to it at all. Like, I've been with friends and they feel things and I'm standing right next to them and I'm just like, I don't, and I'm not even a skeptic. I do believe in stuff like that. Like, but it just kind of makes me think like, well, if if they want to make contact with me, they'll make contact with me. And I guess they just haven't. (laughs) Um, But I mean, I like, I hear about everybody else having like paranormal experiences and I'm like, I have a paranormal experience, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Um, there, I mean, there have been a few instances where I felt like my grandfather was visiting me, but I don't want to get into that story. It's so long. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, as far as haunted goes, like when we when we went to San Antonio and we visited the hotels, nothing happened in our hotel. Um, I wanted to play the elevator game, but nobody wanted to play it with me. And then... Um, uh yeah we visited the other ones we just kind of like we would go to the hotel bar and have a drink and the bartender would tell us stories um or like we we were just asking locals like hey have you had any experiences here and like you're just randomly asking people like or like people who worked there you know Mm -hmm. um but I personally didn't experience anything on that trip um we did visit the or we did like at least drive by La Llorona of course of course woman hollering creek because it's on the way um but yeah that's so yes i have visited a haunted i visited multiple ones but i i can't say that i saw any haunts so to speak but you know maybe one day i did get weird pictures once oh i got orbs in when i was doing a ghost tour in new orleans oh wow yeah so that was actually kind of cool. That's cool. <laughs> anyway, um, generating 19. What is the best compliment you've ever received? Oh, God. Um, you go first. <laughs> uh, 
I don't get compliments. Yes, you do. <laughs> you know what? I can't remember who said it to me. Maybe you will remember Frankie, but I don't remember who it was. Someone told me I had Princess Jasmine eyes. Um, I know we were at a bar when that was said. Must have been an Angels gig, right? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I feel like it was someone we knew, or like someone you knew that I had just met. Yeah. Um. Oh my god, I cannot remember. I remember you telling me that and like hearing part of it. I feel like you were connected to this person in some way, but I can't. I can't. It was like it had to be years ago. <laughs> Definitely, and I am. I mean, Misa is my princess Jasmine. That's what I called her. So. Yes, because your cats flock to me. Yes. <laughs> Even though gotcha. they know I'm allergic, they yes. love me. They do. They do. And I love them too. My sweet Rio. Um, Thank you. Okay, what he's named after. <laughs> <laughs> what is, what's the best compliment you've ever received? That you can remember, I guess. Um... The best compliment I've ever received. This is a hard one because I feel like it depends on the context. Um, you know, like I've had compliments from like opposite sex, same sex. Um, but I think honestly the best compliment or the most meaningful to me is when my kids like tell me I'm the best mom. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> so that's that's probably like the most meaningful to me. That's a good so. answer. So, yeah, not to get Aww. all mushy. You totally got mushy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. Number 12, what are your greatest fears? Oh, I'll go first. Um, I, I am terrified, terrified of clowns. Um, I am also terrified of birds. And... I think one of my greatest fears, like that's not a thing, but more of like an emotion. Um, I'm very fearful of being unworthy of love. Wow, that's deep. Yeah, I went there. (laughs) (laughs) We're being honest. (laughs) Um, So I... I'm not even sure if I've asked you this before, but even if I have, my brain has become mush the past two months. So what brought on your fear of clowns and birds and not being worthy of love? Um, clowns started after um, after my grandfather passed away years ago um, when, you know how they do the makeup, the mortician yes. does? Um, his makeup was very clown-like. And I don't know why, but it just, it triggered that response to me. And anytime I see a clown, it makes me think of dead people. And then it just like became an irrational fear, Um, which is weird because like I loved the book It and, you know, the original It, like it just happened. With birds, I don't know why that happened ever. I, like, when you're driving down the street and you see, like, all those birds on the telephone wires, 
like I can't even finish that sentence. It makes me like I have chills all over me right now because I hate them. Um, and it has nothing to do with the movie Birds either. It is just an irrational, like I just cannot stand them. I can't stand to look at them. They terrify me because they fly. And then a bird almost went into my car one time and that scared the shit out of me. Um, yeah, just lots of like little irrational things. Um, so, I mean, I can see a bird and I not freak out. It's more of like a collection or a group of birds, I guess would be the better way to describe it. Um, and then the last one, um, I don't know. I just, I've realized that through my years, like this is going to be super personal, but I feel like I constantly, I'm kind of um, bending over backwards or like appeasing others or like willing to change myself so that someone will love me. Um, and so I don't ever know if I have like authentic love. And um, yeah, probably lots of childhood trauma. Yeah, I understand that. I understand no. that. And it's also, I think it also might stem from the way you've been treated in the past and you're just kind of like when you get treated bad you kind of convince yourself you deserved it or like yeah that, very much so you know what I mean? so it, it's I get it it's not entirely your fault that you feel that way I don't think I think no. that yeah I think it's different factors but you know that's not true though right <laughs> if you weren't worthy of love I would not have started this podcast with you. <laughs> oh, I love I you, love you. <laughs> Oh gosh, we're gonna get mushy. Um, you're the best. <laughs> you're the best. <laughs> Who asked this question? God, I'm crying. Fuck you guys. <laughs> All right, my greatest fears, two of them at least, uh, being buried alive or being burned alive. Yeah, those are terrifying. I just, I can't like, like when you think about being buried alive, like. You're in a box that's only really sized for you and, like, not even another you. Uh, you can't even stretch out your arms. You can't bend your legs. You're six feet underground. Nobody can hear you scream. You'll eventually run out of oxygen. You eventually have to feel yourself die. Like, your heart will stop. I can't even, like, how long would you even stay alive down there? Like, would you claw at the door? Like, how bloody would your fingernails be? Like, no one will ever, ever, ever hear you or know that you were alive. Unless you're Uma Thurman. <laughs> Is that a Quentin Tarantino reference? Yes. Okay. Tarantino, <laughs> um, he prepared me. Thank you, Uma. I know how to break a box that I am buried in to get out because that happened to her in Kill Bill. Just kidding. That's terrifying, Misa. And the way you said it, like, freaks me the fuck out. It's just all I think about. Like, you would have to literally lie awake waiting to die, waiting to run out of air. Yeah, that's horrifying. In a small space underground. Ugh. And then being burned alive just... I can't even imagine like the pain and like you're still mm. going to feel it up until a certain point and you're going to smell it and mm -mm. yeah 
Mm-mm. I feel like you almost like, don't you pretty much pass out of shock first? Yeah, I've heard that. I've also heard the same about like, when you fall from a high up distance, like typically the fall doesn't kill you, you die of shock on the way down. Really? That's what I've heard. So when you hit the floor, you're actually already dead. You probably don't even feel it. That's crazy. Yeah. So it, of course, I never want to find out any of that for sure, but don't really care to try. So (laughs) if that's cool. Um, Great fears, Misa. Great fears. Terrible fears. (laughs) 13. You're heartbroken. You don't want to leave the house. You put on comfy pajamas and sit down in front of the TV slash computer. What is your comfort food and comfort movie slash TV show? Okay. Comfort food for me um, is Chinese food. Um, Oh, yeah. Like shrimp fried rice with crab puffs um, is my go-to for like, especially if I'm really sad. And my go-to comfort movie, um, now this does depend. I do have a Disney one and then I also have like a regular one. Um, my Disney one, the one that I can always turn on if like I'm really sad and I just need something to like mindlessly watch and like be happy or like to just take my mind off of anything. Um, My Disney one is Little Mermaid and my real one is Drive Me Crazy. Yes, I was just thinking about that movie last week. Oh my god, so was I. Are we gonna have to do that one together? (laughs) We might because I um, like I said, I've been lazy about my TV soundtrack so I've instead been rewatching other shows and I rewatched all of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yes. Uh yeah. So, so yeah. that got me that got me down a little like rabbit hole of just nineties pop and Britney Spears and all that. Yes. That's why you were sending me Britney and stuff. And and of course if that one's not on or not available, um, then it is Ten Things I Hate About You. Cause you know, like oh, yeah. teen, like you know, like that, like teen movies. Like I don't know, they make me cry, they make me happier. There's like a load of emotions in all teen movies, so those are those are my go tos. Yeah, those are good ones. Um, comfort food. I mean, Chinese is always good for sure when you want to carve it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also love waffles mm. and chocolate milk oh yes with a pinch of salt in the chocolate milk not the waffle is that good <laughs> I've heard that that's good I haven't tried well, it. actually and I'm and I'll my next uh my next thing was that my comfort tv show is typically like modern family okay that's exactly where I was gonna say I saw that <laughs> yeah because that's where I got it and uh yeah because there's there's one or two occasions where like Luke was like, oh, give me some chocolate milk, extra salt. And then in another episode, like Gloria tries it because Manny's girlfriend makes him try it and he likes it better. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. the girl says like, oh, add a little salt. It really brings out the flavor. And at first I thought that was kind of weird too. But I am a cooking show lover. I, I'm obsessed with Chopped. I'm obsessed with 
Bon Appetit, like Binging with Babish, like I watch all those shows. And so, and I, I've watched cooking shows in the past. And a lot of the times what they'll do is when they're making like a savory entree, they do add stuff for sweetness. Mm-hmm. And then the opposite, when they're making a dessert, typically like on Chopped, they get these random ass desserts and like random ass dessert uh, recipe ingredients. And so they have to make something of it. And so a lot of times like they'll put in like salt or something like a little more savory into the sweetness to bring it out and so when I thought of it that way I was like well I'm gonna try it so ever since then I whenever I either buy chocolate milk or when I make it I add a little salt and mix it in that is awesome I'm gonna have to try it for sure so good so good um but yeah so that's my that's what makes me feel better and I agree modern family is amazing I love modern family I miss it already Number eight, is there a movie you like that you actually want to see remade? Ooh, this is a good one. This is a hard one. <laughs> um, a movie I like that I want to see remade. I'm like leaning over looking at my movie show. Um... Okay, I'll be really honest because I don't know. I feel like the movies that I love, like I hold them almost on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. And if they're remade, I feel like my my mind is always like, well, that's not how it was done in the original. Um, you know, like almost very critiquing. And I give the example of like Rocky Horror Picture Show, for instance. Misa and I are both huge fanatics. Um, and they did try to do like a live version on, I believe, ABC, like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. And I hated it. Hated it. It wasn't the same at all. Like, I mean, of course, the songs are the same. You know, the plot's the same. The script is literally the same, but it's just, it just is not the same. Like, I didn't love it. So I have a hard time actually with this question. Yeah. Um, but okay, I never actually watched the remake of it because um, if I don't watch it, it doesn't exist. So, <laughs> but I mean, I I I was I I liked that like Tim Curry gave his blessing and that he was in it. True. Uh, but even so, I'm just like, well, I I get it because I think when actors get older, they they want legacies to continue, and you know they they want new generations to be introduced to A, B, and C, like. That's part of the reason why Gus Van Sant remade Psycho. <laughs> so, you're, uh, you're right. You're right. So, but then I think about movies like Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. And I think about George A. Romero's Dawn of the Dead. George A. Romero's Dawn of the Dead. Don't get me wrong. I love that film. I will watch it all fucking day. Long version, all night. But that a movie like that needed to be remade. The pacing was really slow. It was the 70s, granted, but movies were different then and, you know, shots were longer and, you know, different techniques. Right. Um, the effects were still great because it's fucking Tom Savini. Right. But um, the pacing was slow. Uh, the, you know, the lack of dialogue in the slow pacing made for less developed characters. Um, 
we had a, a lot fewer characters in the original mm-hmm. one. Um, and uh, I feel like the biker gang came in way too late. Like, they should have been a problem the moment they got to the mall. Um, just a, there were a lot of different factors that, like, I'm okay with it not only getting remade, but also that they upped it, you know, by, like, to 11. You know, like, it was gorier. It was faster paced. The zombies moved differently. Yeah. Uh, we had more characters. We had a bigger group. We had more people to care about. There was more at stake. Um, so when I think of a movie like that, I'm like, okay. like, And that's part of the reason why I love the Zack Snyder remake so much. At, at dare I say, better. I um, would totally agree with you. But um, not all movies deserve that. Not all movies need that treatment. And they are unfortunately getting it anyway. So very um, well said. And I, I will agree with you on that. I've heard that they were going to remake the birds with Naomi Watts. I don't know if that's still a thing. Hmm. Um, but, or was it still a thing? Hang on. Did it come out and I didn't notice? <laughs> I don't know. Remake. Um, I am liking the, um, okay, now I haven't liked all of them, but I do like that they're trying to do the live action of all the Disney animated movies, but that's because I'm a Disney nerd um, and I just love it. I just, I, I agree with you, Misa, like, it's like some movies are like untouchable to me, like, like again, Rocky Horror, like, I don't want to see that one remade. Now, could they reboot it and like remaster it? Sure. Could they put out a new, like, 30th anniversary with some extra tidbits and stuff absolutely but I'm not sure that and this may just be selfish that like I can't imagine someone else playing Columbia or Frankenverter you know what I mean like I don't feel like there's anyone who has the magnitude to fill that role so did the movie come out I mean there's an IMDB page for it and Oh, it says TV series. Oh. And there's literally no other information. It says in development. There's no filmmaker name. No names. <laughs> this is the most blank IMDb page I've ever seen in my life. Eh, whatever. Um, but yeah. So I can't think of a movie that... I can't think of a movie like now that I would want to see made. Not off the top of my head at least. Yeah, I'd have to really, really think. Um, thanks for that question anyway, guys. Sorry, we couldn't answer it better. <laughs> Number 22. What inspires you? Hmm. What inspires me? I don't really know. Um... Like, in what capacity? What inspires me just in general or to, like, be better? Uh, I think you could take it however you want. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I mean, for me, like, it definitely is – everything has come from my kids. Like, my having my oldest, like, inspired me to make sure that I could always give him the best. And that's what pushed me constantly to um, – well, I was a teen mom, so that, like, pushed me to make sure that I 
didn't fall into a statistic of being just like a a teen mom who was on, you know, every government assistance or whatever. Instead, I'm a college graduate with my master's and kicking ass. So you're a yeah. teacher. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. Yeah. Yes, I am. So. That's awesome. Uh, can I also say your kids inspire me? <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> inspire everyone. <laughs> Um, okay, well, I can't say, okay, so lately, obviously, like, everybody was, like, stuck in quarantine and for a while, and I think it took a toll on everyone's mental health in some capacity, um, and I started seeing a lot of, like, those, those, like, there's supposed to be motivational messages where it's, like, if you don't leave quarantine with a new side hustle or a new da-da-da-da, then you didn't lack time, you lacked discipline. And I was just like, hold on. (laughs) Like, that's, that's gatekeeping. That's not fair to say. Like, not everybody is the same way as you. Like, some people really just, like, deserved to take a breather. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, unfortunately, whether or not it was forced. Um, I just, I didn't really like that mentality floating around because then what about those people who just like some people have severe depression some people can't even leave the house or get up in the morning like and you expect them to have a new side hustle by the time they leave the house like why does everybody have to live up to your standard like you you go ahead with your side hustle but I'm gonna take a 12-hour nap (laughs) yeah Um, so what I started to kind of like And then I started seeing posts opposing that. And they were like, oh, if you leave quarantine without da-da-da-da-da-da, you're doing just fine. Like, don't even worry about that. Like, you worry about yourself. This is a crisis. Everyone's living through it. You don't have to be creative and you don't have to be driven to do stuff. Like, you can just – it's okay to do nothing. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to just be, like, taking care of yourself. You don't need to learn a new language and, you know, master some new, like, recipe and do, like, all this other shit. Like, this isn't – free downtime for everyone I can yeah I completely agree with you those posts made me really mad yeah they annoyed the fuck out of me and I actually got I got into like a little um not argument just like um I kind of gave my two cents on that when one of my friends posted it because he agreed with it and I was just like I don't um it was just like a friendly back and forth thing it wasn't like a big deal but I Mm -hmm. it annoyed me too so what kind of made me thwart that mentality was like I saw a lot of people like you know also saying like you know you don't have to compare yourself to others just because other people are doing a b and c doesn't mean you have to um and so I started applying that to like when I'm scrolling through Instagram and I you know I feel intimidated or I feel like less than someone else because of whatever reason whether it's how they look or what they're doing or where they are in life or what they've accomplished like I've started to kind of stop thinking to myself like oh they're better than I am but now I try to look at it more as like hmm they did it this way I would do it differently by doing this and then just from like you know kind of swerving and giving my own perspective, that kind of will inspire me to go that direction. Mm -hmm. 
if that makes any sense. <laughs> it absolutely does. I'm glad you spoke up too against yeah. your friend. Good for you. Well, I mean, it's I get why he agreed with it, but I just, you know, didn't. <laughs> um, but then I guess the, one of the more recent things that inspired me was like Frankie and I went to see Silver Sun pickups in February. <laughs> <laughs> like and I was out. on and I was on shrooms <laughs> and I came home and I just started like my Twitter blew up like I was just like blowing up my Twitter like oh my god I feel so inspired right now and oh it just feels so good to hear live music and oh this band got me through so much hard times and I love Nikki and I was just going off about just how much their music meant to me and just like I was like, I feel so inspired to say so many things right now because I love them so much. <laughs> it's fucking like one in the morning. Oh my God. Um, How many did you tweet out? I have no idea. I was so, uh, every time I see that band, I just fall back in love with them. Like, oh, they're amazing. More, even more. So, so good. Such a good concert and a uh, good experience. Number 18. Aside from each other, what celebrity would you like to be your best friend? Aw, we're celebrities. Yeah, with the way they worded it, we are. <laughs> I guess. No. Um, that's so hard because I I don't really know. I do. I I I know off the top of my head. Okay, you go first. Well, I've told you before that she reminds me of you, so it's basically like another you. Oh, who so is it? So kind of you. It's Renee Young from WWE. Oh, you have told me that. Yes. Fuck yeah. Okay. So guys, let me tell you about my best friend, Renee Young. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you about my best friend, Renee Young? Yes. <laughs> First of all, she and I have the same birthday. So our awesomeness is written in the stars. Hell yeah, it is. She is fucking adorable. She's my style guru. She can rock a jean jacket like nobody's business. She loves and constantly quotes and refers to The Simpsons. Mm. She obviously loves wrestling. She works for a wrestling company and she's married to a wrestler. Um, she loves ketchup chips. I love ketchup chips. <laughs> she's awesome and everyone loves her. I'm kind of okay, and some people like me. Like it would you. just be balanced. <laughs> and oh, and she loves to cook. She's obsessed with cooking shows, and she cooks. And she does like cooking. She does like little mini cooking clips on her Instagram. She's always making like cool food, and she's writing a cookbook. She's writing a book about cooking. That's so cute. And even better, while she cooks, she is a hand washing freak. Like. When I cook, I'm a hand-washing freak. Like, no matter what, after everything I touch and every step, I go wash my hands again. And I yeah, can verify. It, it's, a it's a necessity, though. It needs to be done. And she does the same thing, and she admitted it. She was like, I'm a hand-washing freak. I have to wash my hands after I do any little thing. And I'm like, oh, my God. Please marry me as best friends. <laughs> like, I can't. Like, I, I, I can't. I can't even express how perfect she would be as my best friend. <laughs> I love it. Renee, if you're listening. <laughs> She's taking applications. <laughs> I love you. Anyway, um, yeah, Renee, Renee Young would be like my, I think we would get along really well. Or we wouldn't get along at all because we're both Virgos. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, that's true. 
but she she yeah I would definitely like to audition as her best friend okay you the other way around she needs to audition for you for your best friend <laughs> if I'm being replaced I get to sit in on the interview okay <laughs> Oh my gosh. You're going to give her like the hardest fucking questions. I sure am like throwing shit down on everything. Um, okay. So while you were talking about your new best friend, um, <laughs> I was writing down some notes for people who I thought of. Um, and I'm not madly in love with any of them like Lisa is with hers. Um, <laughs> but there is one who I think she and I would get along really well. And she does actually remind me of Misa. Um, and she, no, no, it's all good things. Um, her name is Rosanna Pansino, but a lot of you know her as Roz or from Nerdy Nummies. I love Nerdy Nummies. And so, um, I mean, she's adorable. She loves dogs. She loves Frenchies to be precise. She has a super cute voice like Misa does. She always has her hair in a cute way like Misa does, just flawless. Um, They're both like super good with cameras and things like that. Um, Ro did do some acting. So, of course, that's where Misa and her. And she seems like she has really good taste in music. And she bakes all the time. And she's nerdy, which I love. So, yeah. Yes, I recently watched her. She dressed as Harley Quinn and did the freaking oh the breakfast the breakfast sandwich. sandwich. Oh god, it looks so good. Yes, it did. Yes, yes. Okay, I approve. You can have her. Yay! <laughs> it is a okay. And we all lived happily ever after. <laughs> what if they abandon us and become best friends? That can't happen, Misa. This is our dream. Okay, yeah, you're right. That doesn't happen. <laughs> course not that's right you're right you're right Frankie duh all right um okay number three is what are you covering next um slash well like okay two different people asked very similar questions so the first one said what are you covering next and the next person said I would like I would love to hear about the movies you want to cover that you haven't covered yet and which movies are you looking forward to covering in the future Ooh, okay, this is fun. Yes, but do we risk giving each other's lists away? (sighs) Okay, so um, that's part of the fun for me. I really enjoy, like, us not knowing each other's movies. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think maybe we should talk about the ones that we're going to do together. Yes. Okay, perfect. Well... So after this episode, we are going to do the TV soundtracks, which is coming up soon. And then after TV soundtracks, we recently decided we are going to cover Grease Lightning. (laughs) It's not the name of the movie. (laughs) But uh, I think you're going to cover that song then. Possibly. (laughs) Yes. So we are going to cover... Grease, the classic musical starring John Travolta and Olivia Newton John. Yes, among yes, yes. others, such as Tucker Channing and um oh my god, why did I just forget his name? Didi Khan. Oh, um Jeff Conway. Yes, Jeff Conway, thank you. Sorry. Yes. He was in Jawbreaker. Duh. That's god. right, he was the dad. Yeah, he was. he was alone now. Who doesn't seem to be anyone around? And he's so cute when he sings that. Ugh, it's adorable. Um, Kaniki. 
yeah, that I'm super excited about that, guys. Like I grew up, I was a Grease geek. Like I had the special edition. I know Misa said she had it too, like with the script and it was like autographed and, you know, like all the special features and like the choreography for some of the dances and, you know, just like all those fun facts about Grease. That honestly, like was the first musical that I truly, truly, like I realized how much I loved musicals when I was like nine because of Grease. Yeah, 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 it's classic. I um, I grew up watching it too. I grew up like dancing with my sister to it in the living room, and I was a pink lady for Halloween. One oh my year. god, so was I. We need to bring out those pictures. Oh no, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, Greece, Greece is the word. Yeah, no shit. Greece. So we that that's gonna be our next collaborative episode, and that'll be the one after the TV show soundtracks. And then I think we can go ahead and talk about the the versus episode, the Adam Sandler tribute. <laughs> I'm excited about that. I am too. So yes, um in previous episodes, I've mentioned that like of the two, if I had to choose between Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore, I choose Happy Gilmore. And Frankie, I choose Billy Madison. <laughs> right. And so um, I kind of, this is also around the time that Adam Sandler got snubbed by all those awards ceremonies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had it in my head, like, you know what, we should do, uh, we should do an episode dedicated to Adam Sandler and we're going to settle it for good. We'll find out which movie is better, Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so that's going to be, that's going to be a theme coming up probably right after Greece, I think. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Um, I'll cover the soundtrack to Happy Gilmore and I'll talk about why I prefer it. Frankie will cover the soundtrack to Billy Madison and she'll talk about what she loves about it. And at the end, we will duke it out and we will finally know for sure which is the better film. Absolutely. And then, um, you know, pending everything with Corona and, you know, of course, just us being super careful with Misa, um, having guests around, we had wanted to have one or two guests come on during the summer. And so we're still kind of optimistically hoping that maybe we can get one in. Um, we'll see how that plays out, but that will be coming up in the future. Yeah. It would be cool to have another guest on. I, I had so many people who, I'd asked and they were interested and they already kind of knew what movie they wanted to do. And so same. So that will hopefully be, you know, another one coming up soon. And then our big, big one for our one year anniversary is what we decided. Yeah. (laughs) Rocky horror picture show. (laughs) Filled with them. Just a patient. Yeah, that'll be in September, so a couple months away, not too many months away. No, it's really not, guys. Like, I feel like it's going to be here before we know it. We've almost been a podcast for a year now. I'm so excited. It's That's been an crazy. awesome journey. That's crazy. Um, and then, um, I guess, well, I feel bad skirting around the question a little. So, I mean, as if it wasn't already obvious, I do plan on covering Joker at some point. Of course. Um, okay, and I, I know that I mentioned I uh, drive me crazy, but that may end up being one that me and Misa do together because we have a love for it together. So, yeah, yeah, we can, we can look into it. If if anything, I'll 
I'm okay with you covering it, but I'm going to jump in every chance I get because I fucking oh, love it. Oh, I rented it multiple times, even though I'd watched it Same. Before. That was like one of my go-tos. Like, oh, there's something good. Okay, drive me crazy. <laughs> Loved it. I was so obsessed with Noah Stonehart. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wanted to be just like her. I'm trying to think of another movie that, that like I plan to do later on down the line that like won't be a terrible surprise to you if I say it now. Oh, okay, well, I can think of one that I I know you know I'm going to cover eventually. Hocus Pocus? Well, yes. Hocus Pocus and um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, we've talked about doing a Tim Burton day, which, believe it or not, even though I said what I said earlier, there are two Tim Burton films that slip through the cracks that I happen <laughs> to love. That I happen to love. And I'll get into those at the when the time is right. So how exciting! <laughs> Anywho, uh, let's go to the next. <laughs> what is your fave show at the moment? Um, favorite TV show at the moment. Well, I'm rewatching Modern Family, so um, I mean, I'm I'm on that. Like that's got my full attention. Um, and I can't really say my other show because that's what I'm doing my next episode of on. <laughs> of course. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. I won't give away mine. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, I, well, I rewatched Sabrina. So that was my favorite for a week. It took me a week. <laughs> and then um, I kind of, I, I fall asleep with Frasier on. So Frasier's just kind of always, always there. Um and then uh, I'm actually right now I'm doing like a re 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 watch of Community because it's just so fucking hilarious. Good one, good choice. And I was I re I not rewatched. I watched the cast reunion where they did the read through, and it was so good, and I cried, and it was just it was so cool to see them all, not necessarily together, but just together um even Donald Glover was there like it was just uh, it was so good it was all the feels it was all the feels so I love that show (laughs) that's a good one is Frankie single pass perfect okay cool (laughs) there's your answer guys (laughs) um okay okay number 14 board games or video games Oh, this is hard for me. This is hard. I I'm gonna have to say tie. I love video games, specifically anything Mario or Donkey Kong. Um, we went to this awesome place in Dallas called Cidercade. Guys, they're building one here in Houston. It's literally a giant warehouse full of all of the amazing old video games and um, pinball machines and they brew their own beer and wine and you pay like 20 bucks to go in and play all these unlimited video games and drink and it's amazing um but on the flip side as misa knows i love board games love them Hell yeah. We used to do like monthly, if not weekly games. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Me and, and you uh, started. Yes, we did. And Misa and I kick ass at 
pass the popcorn in any movie trivia games, period. Oh, yeah. You want to be on our team because you are otherwise going to be a Embarrassed. loser. <laughs> no, I'll say it. They're going to be a loser. They're going to lose. Like, loser, one loser. time, how many times have I gotten the movie right just from one word of the quote? Oh, my God. I can't even tell you. Like, I'll just look at her and say it, and she gets it, and I'm like, and this is why we're best friends. <laughs> and Angel hates it. He thinks we're weird. You can't hang. You can't hang. Anyway, um, let's go into. Oh, okay. Our very last question is number twenty-two. Um, are you blunt or subtle? Oh, um, I would say I'm. I'm more subtle. Okay. I think I am, right? Do you agree or no? I think for you to be blunt, you have to be driven to it. Yeah, I have a hard time, like, um, yeah, and that's, again, it's my personality. I don't like, I don't like upsetting people. So even, I'm very honest, but I'll find a way to be, like, not so harsh about it. I would say that I'm tactful. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely say that you're a better person than I am. Shut up. That's not what I mean. Oh, dude, I'm totally blunt. You know this. Misa's like, very blunt, but I, I, I need that in my life. Like, I don't know what I would do if I didn't have you, you know? Yes, but at the same time, like, it's not it's not always one of my best qualities. <laughs> I'll admit that. Like, I'll, I'm not opposed to calling people on their bullshit, and I think that's one thing that people don't like about me. Uh, sometimes I can take someone's words word for word and throw it back in their face. And even if they didn't remember saying it, I do. And that is one of the things I love about you. (laughs) You say that now, but I'm kidding. No, Mika Um, has journals of like everything people have ever said. Up until a certain point. Yes. I used to write Every day about my day, I used to write, even if nothing happened, I always wrote about my feelings. I, I wrote about, it in like, short, long story short, if I'm interacted with you at any point between third grade and two years ago, your name and our conversation at one point is in a journal somewhere. It's comforting. So, no, it's scary as fuck, and it's weird, and people think I'm weird for it, and I'm like, well like things mean something to me I want to write them down if I don't write them like I wrote a quote once that said history is only what someone wrote down if I don't write these things down I won't remember them as well yeah I, I find it comforting like I'm like hey Misa what did I say on December 17th <laughs> 2008 it's like, let me get my notebook and I'll be wow. like, you said happy birthday, son. Exactly. <laughs> you said happy 11th birthday or, or 12th, I think. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. I, that's just what I, you know, it, you gave that one to me. You I gave that one. It. Shut up. I, it's comforting to me. It is. I, I, I appreciate Misa's honesty. And I know that, that when we have, like, serious conversations, like, she is 100% honest with me and blunt with me. And I, I need that. I think it's one of your best qualities. That's sweet of you to say and for no one else to think. (laughs) Well, everyone else is fucking stupid then. Well, I mean, it's just, 
I I have a knack for calling people on their bullshit because I remember what they say. You know, like it's you can't you can't say one thing to me and then lie about it the next day. Like I know what you said. Mm-hmm. I will always remember what you said. Like even if I didn't write it down, like I have a really weird oddly good memory. It's amazing, guys. So it's like <laughs> so even stuff I didn't write down, I still remember word for word whether I want to or not. And uh yeah, it's just kind of it's it sticks with me in certain ways, I guess. So, um but yeah, I don't I don't know. I think some people see it as like a bad quality of mine and then some people like you, like you you like it because it's like it's like you said earlier, like that balance, that honesty. Um the I'm not going to I love you, but I'm not always going to try to protect your feelings when I tell you the truth. Right. Yeah. You know, like what kind of friend would I be if I tiptoed around you? Like you're not eggshells. You're no. you're a grown ass girl. You have you have big girl panties. You can take it. You know, exactly. and that's that's how I see other people. I'm just like, well, you dealt it out. You can fucking take it back. Like, be a fucking man. You know, grow up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I don't, I don't meet a lot of people with that same mentality. And so I think that's why I just kind of. I kind of lone wolf it. Like I'm a solo act. Like, <laughs> like I love you, but like that's why. Like I think I I travel alone more often. Like I do. I go out and do things alone more often. Like I just I don't wait around for people. I don't wait around for their bullshit. Yeah, I agree with that. And I do think we're definitely like we're very uh, balanced. We balance each other out. We yeah, have a perfect sure. person together. Yeah. Why couldn't you be like a guy? I don't know. Yeah, no. I I like us being female best friends. <laughs> I think it, it works. works. It does. Um, but yeah, so that was actually all the questions. Oh wow. Fun stuff, yeah. guys. Yeah. So do you did you learn more about yourself and me? Um, I definitely didn't know about your fears, so that was exciting. Um most of the other things I was like answering for you in my head and um I would just like to say that I know you pretty fucking well. So <laughs> it was like a Misa quiz. <laughs> it was. It was. It was secretly like a "Am I really her best friend?" quiz because you know I mastered it. So I am. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Yeah, and I, I feel like I learned more about you. Like I definitely didn't know all that stuff about like, like we don't really talk a lot about politics and race because again, that really wasn't a thing for us in our like community yeah absolutely I mean um I shared with Misa earlier just because of everything going on and not to get political on here but you know with the uh death of George Floyd um we talked about that earlier and I definitely like received some hate from my family for being mixed and things like that but Misa and I grew up in a totally diverse like honestly I know people I love A-Leaf. I'm so glad we grew up there, like, SWAT for life, you know. I I'm, I'm I feel very blessed to have grown up in such a diverse community and not even realizing that people don't just accept those differences and, like, want to learn more about each other's differences and really embody them. I mean, I it's, – it's hard for me to wrap my head around that. Like, I can't imagine – just hating someone because they have a certain color skin or 
you know, like, yeah, like, I mean, there are people who I despise, but it's because they're a shitty fucking person, not because they're black or Hispanic or they're Catholic or Jewish. You know what I mean? Like that to me, like, I don't give a shit about that. I care about your character as a person. So, Mm -hmm. and I think Misa and I are very much on like in agreement with that, but I, I shared with her how my dad, um, who is a very dark Hispanic man, um, like he grew up in an all white community, uh, name is Carlos. And like when he moved there, like they whitewashed his name to Charles and then Chuck. And, you know, it was hard for him to grow up there. And he, he did have to completely like anglicize to be accepted. Um, so much so that he doesn't even fully speak Spanish anymore. And my mom, like, never wanted us to learn Spanish because her parents had such, you know, your kids are going to be judged and picked on in such hard lives. And, you know, I'm I'm not even getting the worst of it. So I can't imagine what they would have done if I was mixed with black, you know? It's crazy. Right. It's yeah, crazy. yeah. And it's crazy to think that, like, even interracial marriage was an issue ever. Yeah. Yeah, and that's coming from, like, my grandparents who were Catholic and both got divorced and then remarried. Like, that's, like, anti-Catholic, right? Right. Yeah, no, it's hypocritical. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess that's better than marrying someone of a different skin color, which is so stupid to me, but whatever. I think it's important to teach a better mindset for the future and to instill a better mindset and – attitude toward different people like we all bleed red Mm -hmm. you know like we're all structured the same way like we all have brains and hearts and lungs like if if you saw us from the inside out it wouldn't even look very different at all so why does it matter yeah what, what what color it really is on the outside like it's stupid um but going to the protest today was really cool um, so it was, it was great to see people of all races and all creeds just like joining together for this one thing that we can all believe in, that we can set aside race, so we could set aside gender and religion to come together for a man who was one of ours. He was a Houstonian. George Floyd was a Houstonian. And I think that's what hit me the hardest. Like, no one hates Houston more than me, but when you fuck with one of ours, like no absolutely not and then on top of that like he he had been featured on dj screw's earlier work which means Mm -hmm. like he was a musician he was my friend's peers like that could have been any of my friends that could have been any musician from houston it was him yeah you know he he was in the wrong place at the wrong time with some fucked up people and you know it's just awful so uh i it was it was good to see the community rise up mm-hmm. and just toss everything aside for the sake of like demanding justice because it needs to be served. And I would like to say that like Houston is so good about that. Like as a whole, we are very diverse. Um, and there are still some like stuck up, you know, Republicans who don't want to admit certain things. But I think as a whole, like we're just a very loving city. I mean, you should come to one of our prides. They're amazing. Um, and I just, it was, it was really, it was heartwarming 
to see, and Misa described it even as like almost beautiful, like to see everyone come together for a common purpose to let people know like we are tired of this. Like no, Misa and I are not black, but we recognize and see all of those and we see your suffering, we see your pain and we're tired of it for you. Like I, it's just, it's, it's really sad because I know I try so hard to instill in my kids, like it doesn't matter what color you are. I don't care about that. Like it doesn't matter. Like even when they come to choosing like boyfriends or girlfriends, like I don't care about gender. I don't care about race. I don't care about ethnicity. Like, again, I care about that as a person. Like, how are they as a person? How are they treating you? So there's some things that we can definitely work on. And I hope that with all of these protests and rallies around the nation that um, we get those other three cops who need to be charged as well, who stood around and did nothing Mm -hmm. and let a man be murdered. Uh, for no reason, for no reason. And just really coming together. I mean, I've seen a lot of people who I was even surprised to speak up about what's going on and the injustices. So it's baby steps and we have a lot of work to do, America. But I feel like this is, and unfortunately a man had to die, but if he can pave the pathway for people to realize like this, it's absolutely enough it is enough, then he will not have died for no reason. So, uh, it's just, it's hard to, to wake up with this heaviness, you know? Yeah. You know, it's like, what, what world am I waking up to today? Who got arrested on live TV this time? Or it's just, yeah. Or like shoved out of a window and like, all just, it's crazy shit. It's crazy. Everything is really fucked. And right now, just surround yourself with good, comforting people and be grateful for who you have, who can surround you. And don't be afraid to stand up for what you believe in. You know, like all those people who were in downtown today and all those people who marched today and all week all over the country, like, you know... One of them stood up, all of them stood up. So it's it's really important to, you know, at a time like this, you know, people are fed up and they need to rise. And the power is in the people. Don't forget that. Yes, exactly. So um, whew, we swerved kind of heavy there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like to delve into politics a lot, but like there are certain things that I refuse to be silent about. And racism is one of them. I will never be silent about that. I will never watch someone else be brutalized or anything like that because of race or religion. Like, I just, I can't. It's not in me. That's when I'll be blunt. (laughs) Yes. See, that's what I mean. Like, you'll be driven to be blunt when you have to be. Like, that's, it'll come out. (laughs) Yes. So, um... But yeah, so um, so before we wrap up, we have a few soundtrack suggestions that people sent in. Oh, yes. Exciting. I forgot about this. Yes. So before we wrap up, we're going to go through this list of movie recommendations for future episodes that we got. Um, Start with my sister, Anna, who lives in Cali. She is dying to hear one of us, or maybe both of us, I don't know. 
cover the crow. Ooh. I love is that it. on your list? It actually is. Okay. But I I'll love that someone it. else wants it. Yeah. No, she's she's looking forward to it. Actually, if I'm being honest, it's not high up on my list. So I think if, if you really, really love the movie, I think you should absolutely well, take it and do it justice. I think it would be a great one for us to cover kind of around like Halloween or even if we cover it like around the time of when he passed. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we can look into it. I'll I'll take another look at the soundtrack. I recently rewatched it, like last year when Alamo Draft House was still open. They did like a a double feature, and The Crow was one of them. And the other one was actually Girl on the Third Floor, starring CM Punk. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that was that was a good time. But it was it was a long four hours, and that theater was cold. Oh God, yeah, I would have had like three blankets. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I wish I'd had three blankets. Um, anyway, so The Crow is one suggestion. We also got um, Toph uh, sent me, he said that when he thinks back to soundtracks, he thinks of one that stuck out, and it was the soundtrack to Rat Race. Oh, wow, man. I have not watched that movie since it came out. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think at last time I... The only time I've seen it in full was in theaters, for sure. That is hilarious. Did I see it with you? I feel like we did, but I don't know. I know I saw it in theaters. I think that movie was hilarious. That movie taught me what prairie dogging was. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. (laughs) I will definitely let you see that one, though. (laughs) Well, I have to to take a look at the soundtrack and get reacquainted, but I remember that scene, John Lovitz and Kathy Jimmy. Is that her name? I think so. Um, and like the little girl's like, come on, dad, I'm prairie dogging. And John Lovett's like, what is that? And the, the brother's like, you know, dad, when a prairie dog sticks his head in and out. <laughs> it was just great. That's the one, that's one scene that sticks out the most. And then of course, fucking Mr. Bean had narcolepsy or something. Oh, so you kept God. falling asleep. Is it yeah. narcolepsy? Yes, narcolepsy. Okay, yeah. He kept, he's like, race! And then he would stop and fall asleep. The whole movie. <laughs> and then fucking Smash Mouth at the end. Oh my Wasn't God. it Smash Mouth? I think it was. Am I remembering I'm this movie? I'm seriously <laughs> going to have to rewatch this movie. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, way to go, Toph. Okay, it's on my list. I got to watch it again. <laughs> Thank you, Toph. Oh, Toph, when me and Toph were hanging out at the studio one day, um, and the the podcast was still like brand new. Like we hadn't even recorded yet. And I was talking to him about it. And I was like, do you, can you think of any soundtracks or scores that stick out to you? And mm-hmm. he said Inception. Yeah, okay. Inception is on my list. Um, it is a score. And I actually rewatched it because I was considering doing it soon. Um, but God, guys, it's intense. <laughs> That's a great movie. Dude, that is one of my favorites. Like, I can watch that movie over and over and over again just because it's such a mind fuck movie. Like, I freaking love it. And then the ending, like, it doesn't really give you an answer to where he is within the dream state. Christopher Nolan said he never decided. Well, I read an interview with Michael Caine, and he kind of clarified in a way. Okay, I know which one you're talking about, yeah. So that's that's the one that I went with, and I mean, um, something about how 
his he thought that Maul's totem was his, but it wasn't as his wedding ring. Mm-hmm. So you have to watch closely to when he is and is not wearing it. Yes. You have to do that. And then they also told him, like, Michael was only in certain scenes. Right. Yeah. So he, he referred to himself as, I'm the creator of the dream. So if I'm not there, it's a dream. Which is interesting because even watching that, like, he's still Chris, – I guess Christopher just wants to be, like, aloof, you know? Like, doesn't just want to say it. He probably just wants it to be up to you. Like, it's just one of those endings. And me, I'm like, just freaking tell me. Because, like <laughs> – I love Michael. Like, I want to hear from Christopher. Like, yes, this is what. Okay, sorry. I'm I'm on a soapbox. I apologize. You're fine. Go ahead. This is <laughs> triggered. Triggered. <laughs> Way to go, Nolan. But yeah, Inception's good. If that's all you, if if that's on your list, then by all means. I do love that movie, but I've oh, the score. I don't know if I'd be able to to pick. Hey. Yeah, it's a happy one. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so well done. It's so well done. Agreed. Um, And then I got a few suggestions from Jarek. Jarek, for those of you who don't know, is the guy who designed our logo, which will be on the sticker that we're getting. Yay. Uh, Jarek's also a guitarist in Paper Gliders. So Mm -hmm. if you're on the YouTube, go and type in Paper Gliders. Check them out. Um, Jarek sent in a few. He said... First, he said Cloud Atlas, which I've never seen. Okay. I've only seen part of it, so I'd have to rewatch it. Then he mentioned um, The Fountain, which is another Darren Aronofsky film. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. And, I, yeah, I saw that one once a long time ago. I remember bits and pieces, but I need to watch it again. It was a mind fuck. Mm-hmm. And then he said Little Miss Sunshine, which I love. It's definitely, I know it's on both of our lists, so. Yes. Because <laughs> we've talked is. about that. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was either nominated or won for the score. Did it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it did. But then on top of the score, it also has like Rick James and Yeah, it's other probably notable... been a, a badass soundtrack. So, And it's just yeah. a freaking awesome movie. So, yes, so sweet. I love it. Awesome. I have a couple recommendations or people like what they want to hear request. Um, one of my friends wanted Mean Girls. Um, and then um, another request for Blade. Interesting. I haven't seen Blade. Oh, wow. Okay. You definitely have to watch it before um it's it's a good movie it's definitely I mean I love the soundtrack but I think it's one of those movies that I love the soundtrack more than I love the movie so that would be a hard one for me to cover (laughs) just because I don't like I don't feel invested in the movie do you know what I mean yes okay and then um another request was for uh Resident Evil oh okay yeah yeah I can see that yeah so so we got That's some, another one I have to rewatch. Yeah, we got some good like mix of movies there. I like it. Yeah, I like um, it. So, Jarek got a recommendation from another friend, mm-hmm. and he it's a he talked about a movie called The Greasy Strangler. Have you heard of this? Oh, I have not. This is apparently a foreign film, and apparent like Jarek. He hadn't watched it when he suggested it, and then the next day he said, hey, did you watch Greasy Strangler yet? And I was like, no, I haven't even checked it out or looked it up. And he said, okay, well, 
I apologize in advance and don't watch it while you're eating. What? And I said, that sounds like a Frankie movie. <laughs> Let me read you the description on IMDb. It says, it's made in 2016. Ronnie runs a disco walking tour with his son, Brayden. When a sexy woman takes the tour, it begins a competition between father and son for her love. It also signals the arrival of an oily strangler who stalks the streets at night. Uh, nobody notable. I, this is, I'm pretty sure this is a foreign film with subtitles, but, um. It's also unrated. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, I don't see a rating, but it's apparently got a soundtrack. And all the songs are welcome to cover. Everything is by Andrew 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 Hung. Yeah, exactly. So it's. This is all you. If, okay. So <laughs> if you want to, I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna have to look into Andrew Hung. I didn't realize he actually was on a another movie that I like called um, "An Evening with Beverly Laughlin," um, with Aubrey Plaza. I don't know if you've heard of that one. Um, okay, so it's a recent movie. Yes, yes, it is a recent movie. Um, gotcha. But I didn't realize that. Uh, he was on that. Interesting. Okay. All right. I, I will watch the movie, Friend of Jarek, and then I will <laughs> let you know how I feel about the soundtrack. Okay. I need you to live text me for this because even though I don't want to watch it, I, I need to know what's going on. Absolutely. I feel like I need some like ratings or something from this movie. Like I need, I need some, I need like a a feedback. <laughs> I need, I need hmm. something. The greasy strangler reviews. Okay, well I'm looking right here. Someone says it's childish. If you can take the assault on your senses, it's worth sticking with for a core of genuine affecting drama and dollops of sly quotable humor. Okay, uh, that's what somewhat at Empire said. Um, Rotten Tomatoes says it definitely isn't for everyone. Well, I mean, I do like weird movies, guys, so I will definitely, I will try it out for sure. I'll at least watch the trailer. I'll at least watch the trailer, but I don't think I'll check it out for sure. (laughs) Anyway, um, and then I have two more from Tyler, who runs the comic book. Or not comic book, more like card store heroes. Mm-hmm. He his choices were more score based. Okay, um, and he recommends Mad Max Fury Road and Silent oh, Hill. Fuck yes to Mad Max. Okay, I don't do scary movies, so Silent Hill is all Misa. I'll take it. I will take Mad Max. <laughs> Mine. <laughs> that Done. Is all you. I have. I saw it once. I. I have like a love hate thing with scary movies. Like for instance, I did watch Midsommar. Um, oh, okay, yes, you were supposed to. T- okay, because I was telling you that I I read I, the spoilers and I was not gonna touch it, but yes. you were watching it. Okay, I. Yes, okay, but I will tell you this, guys. Like I I can handle gore. I really can. Um, I don't do well with clowns. And I don't do well with, like, demons and shit because I feel like you bring that into your house, so I don't go there. Um, But, like, Jason, Freddy, I'm totally okay with that, obviously, since I love Halloween. But um, this movie was beautifully, 
beautifully done. Like, gorgeous. The colors in this movie are phenomenal. It really is a good movie. And when you watch it, you're like, what the fuck? Like, it wasn't scary, scary. It had a good storyline. There were, there was comedy, there was drama, there was definitely like some moments where you're like holding your chest like did that really just happen and then they kind of replay those scenes so I weirdly enjoyed that um but I I would absolutely recommend it is it's definitely gory there are some parts that you know like Jarek's friend when they find the friend in the barn yeah yeah but even that wasn't (laughs) the worst part um like the worst part for me I guess I'm like, there's a scene where someone jumps off of a cliff um, and you see them like splat and hit a rock and their whole face and everything just gets like smashed to bits and pieces and you see everything and they replay that scene from different angles. Um, And that, Mm -hmm. but I mean, it was so beautifully done that I was like intoxicated by it. So it didn't really bother me. Yeah, I knew you'd like it. <laughs> yeah, and then the ending, it is it actually is kind of like a feminist power movie too. So the ending, I was totally about the ending. Loved it. Yeah, because her boyfriend was an asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's like yeah. him. And so he burns in a weird mm-hmm. bear suit. Wearing the bear suit. And then everyone's like screaming in the cult. It was weird. It was it was lovely. It was lovely. That's all I yeah. said. Not, but you see why I wouldn't like it. Yes. Yes, I do. I'm not gonna. And even, like, everybody talks about the other movie he made. What was the other one? Ooh, I don't even know. Inherited or, um. Oh, is he the one with Tony Collette? Oh, is he the director of that? What's it called? Um, oh my gosh, it's got the guy from Jumanji. Not Uh, Annihilation, but the other one. Inheredity. Heredity? Heredity. Heredity. Okay, I have seen Heredity. I didn't realize it was done by the same people. Heredity is weird, and that one did scare me. So boring. I, so boring. That one scared me. Just because, well, I watched it in the dark, and I don't I don't know. I don't like weird stuff like that. I got an hour in, and I turned it off. I was just so, I was like, why? Why? Like, I just, I couldn't. I was not patient enough for that movie. After an hour and nothing happened? checked right out yeah that one and then that so that left a bad taste in my mouth and i i'm not interested in midsummer yeah i didn't realize they were um by the same director i should have looked into that but uh heredity was weird um i do like how the sister died though that was cool sorry now now i'm like doubting let me make sure it was him I'm pretty sure it was because I remember people comparing. Yeah, that's him. Okay. He, those are the only two films he's ever filmed. Okay. Sorry if you didn't know that she died. Um, oh, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it was there. It was definitely slower. I agree with you. Totally slower. And But even that, you know, Midsummer did have kind of a slow start. Um, it doesn't really get, like, gory or exciting until they get to the little village. And that's not probably for, like, maybe 35 minutes in. So, but there's backstory and then there's like acid and mushrooms and stuff. So maybe, maybe you'll like it. Uh, are you talking about Midsummer? Yeah. No. 
<laughs> I I saw I had to see edited for YouTube footage of the part where they find the friend all stretched out and hung up in the barn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even seeing it pixelated, I was just like, I can picture it, and that's as far as it's gonna go ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I it's it's definitely a different kind of horror, but I don't think it's my kind of horror. And I don't mean to sound close minded. It's just like I I also don't like very gory horror, but that doesn't make me less of a horror fan. Like I'm not I don't like the Saw movies. I think they're just shock value movies, like stuff like that. Or Terrifier is a really good example of just like shock gore and not like intelligent, methodical gore or even like merited gore. It's just gore for the sake of we can do this and we have blood. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know like how to categorize mine. Because, like, I love, like, The Devil's Rejects and Halloween and things like that. I don't do devils and stuff like that. Saw was boring. That was more comical to me. I And I, I really did. I enjoyed Midsummer. Like, I really liked it. More than I thought I would. But I didn't like, you know, I mean, I liked Heredity, but it was definitely, like, not my cup of tea. But I watched it because it was recommended. Um, I liked You. I finally got around to watching that. I'm sorry, us. My bad. Wrong pronoun. Wait, so you did watch us. Yes, finally. And? Yeah. Oh, I loved it. There were moments where I was scared, though. <laughs> but the really? soundtrack? Like when? Um, I can't think of a specific moment. Probably, like, right when they got to the house and they were starting to walk up. Mm-hmm. But it's mostly just because of those long pauses. I think that's what scares me the most. Like, there's moments of silence in there. Yeah, like the tension. Yeah, and that's what, like, that I feel that tension. But then, like, just that juxtaposition between the soundtrack and, like, what was going on, that's what kept me, like, from being, like, terrified because the music is so good and it's just so different from what's happening in the scenes. Um but even that, like with Midsummer, there's not there's not like a whole lot of music in the background. So I don't really know how to categorize my like for horror films or not. I don't know, I'm weird. Well I I think you're just you you're probably more open to different styles yeah. than I am. Because like I uh I don't I don't want to pull a movie out of my ass, but like I mean I know I mentioned Terrifier, but it's like Terrifier, like if the if there's going to be a lot of blood and a lot of guts and prolonged murder scenes or whatever, then like at least merit them, like for a reason. Like Terrifier, this guy was just this guy hung a girl naked upside down by her ankles and turned on a chainsaw and sawed her in half from her clit down to her throat. But he didn't even know her. He had never met her. There was not a backstory. He just randomly found these two girls on Halloween at a pizza parlor and he followed them. That's it. Oh, that's terrifying. If you're going to kill someone like that, it needs to be out of an extreme hate. There needs to be, like, 
an intelligent reason as to why like we have to want to see them get chopped up we like we want to know we need to know like the reasons why it can't just be like oh, i'm doing it because i have a chainsaw and movie value like it's you know what i mean yeah i agree i agree i want to plot so, i want to know what's going on exactly and and i love horror movies i love bad horror movies but some of them can be really bad um whether they have good effects or not <laughs> Um, so I think I'm just, I don't know if it doesn't scare me, if it doesn't make me jump, if it doesn't make me laugh at myself for jumping, like it's, I'm not going to enjoy it. They're just, I don't know, certain movies I do and don't enjoy, I guess. Yeah. That makes sense. Anyway. But yeah, man, um, that's everything. We went through all the questions and we read all the suggestions. How exciting. Yeah, I think that went well. <laughs> I do too. Well, this was fun, guys. Thank you for participating and submitting questions and some awesome, awesome recommendations. Have a great night, guys. Bye.